All right, guys, welcome to tonight's Power Talk on uh, Becoming a Master Closer. I'm Dr. Mike Reed. For those of you who don't know me, um, I have been coaching doctors uh, around the world for about 20 years now. And I want to share with you seven steps to becoming a master closer. And um, when I'm helping uh, do closures, we have a 95% closure rate, which has been very effective uh, over the years to help people get on care plans. So what I'm going to share with you, I want, I want you to have pen and paper for those of you who are listening here today, because uh, you're going to want to make sure you take notes. Uh, we help build seven-figure practices around the world. <clears throat> I want you guys to sort of take notes that you might be able to use into your own closures with regards to presenting uh, care plans to patients. Now, this is going to go beyond the paper visit. I'll explain why. Uh, so uh, you're going to learn seven different steps tonight that I use every week when we close our patients and it might be something that's applicable to your practice. So it's really important to understand there is no try. I believe that you are either closing your patients or you're not. And here's one thing that's really important, guys, is that you should never, ever have to sell care to a patient. So what I'm going to teach you is using the power of influence, uh, getting people to want to buy from you. Uh, when they understand the importance of chiropractic. And I'm going to share with you tonight seven steps that I use. You're going to have a big aha, at least one of those that you're, oh, yeah, I need to implement. That might be care plans. might be the doctor's report. Uh, it might be some of the objection management. And for those of you who are Jetpack or Inner Circle, a lot of this information is going to be within the Jetpack program. We'll talk about that. We're currently updating uh, probably about 10 to 20 videos per day. So I'm religiously in the studio, which is filming away and updating a lot of um, videos, but you're gonna see a different library at the end of, of this month. So here's number one, guys. And the first thing you wanna make sure that you do is rapport building. Now, I'm gonna go back to um, years ago in practice and I had an office manager and she reminded me of uh, Scooby-Doo's Velma, if you can imagine that character. And what she was really good at is after the doctor's report, she would sit in the reception area and she would put her arms around people and she would schmooze. And all of a sudden my conversion started to go up well over uh, 95%. And now I'm talking about a year care plan. We do a corrective uh, technique. And what's interesting is we started to see uh, a bump in our conversions by about 20%. Now, I was blown away, but I had this realization. And that realization was I had to slow things down. I had to make sure that I was building rapport with patients. I had a very busy practice. We were seeing over 1,000 a week. And then somebody told me about the, the story of the two bulls on the hill. I've never forgotten it. And I relate that story to this lesson. The story is there's two bulls on a hill, and the young bull says to the old bull, he says, hey, look at all the cows down the pasture. Let's run down and get us one. And the old bull says, well, instead of running, why don't we take your time, walk down, and get them all? And the point we're trying to make with this is we want you to take your time and really build rapport with your patients. Now, number two is pre-framing. And what I mean by that, we're going to use the power of uh, suggestion to get people to want to um, start care with you. And pre-framing can happen, for example, uh, in your history. When you're taking a history, you always wanna look, for example, uh, of chronicity. Where uh, was, is there chronicity? Where did their uh, health problems start? One of the mistakes a lot of chiropractors make is that we take a medical history. So tell me about your pain. 
you know, and we go through our Dr. Ficaro about duration, radiation, intensity, all that, that sort of medical stuff, but we want to build on a subluxation-based examination history. And that starts with, um, you know, looking at chronicity. Did this, you know, did you have traumas when you were younger uh, in sports? Uh, how is the birth process? Because we want them to understand that this problem didn't happen when their symptoms started. This problem really started years and years ago when they started to you know, lose the posture or from the trauma 10 years ago. The future pacing would be an example would be um, where in my um, scripting, I'll say to them, uh, we're going to take three pictures to rule out uh, pathologies like fractures, tumors, infections, and give me a blueprint so that we can correct your spine back towards a state of wellness. So when I say blueprint, people understand what blueprint is, the key words of correcting back towards a state of wellness. So instead of just going into that medical history, I'm going to preframe what I'm doing in my examination so that we have an outcome measurement, so that the patients know that, yeah, ours is a wellness-based practice, we're using a corrective technique, and they understand chronicity. Uh, we're also gonna use what we call assumptive closing. Um, so all throughout my history, my examination, my closures, my doctor's report, I'm going to use key words like makes sense, doesn't it? And, um, uh, you know, that sounds better, doesn't it? So I'm going to use a lot of assumptive words and use some NLP in there as well. I'll be shaking my head up and down and using that word, those type of words as I'm leading my patients towards saying yes. And ideally what you want to do is you want to have your patients ideally say yes to everything that you're saying. The other thing that's huge, and this is called the primary question. I want you to listen to this, guys, because your primary question is critical. And what that is, that is simply um, the ability to find out the one thing that they're currently not enjoying because of their healthcare crisis. So the very last thing I ask in history is, hey, tell me about the one thing that you're not enjoying in life, playing golf, picking, uh, bending over to play with your grandchildren, because of your healthcare crisis. Now the key to this as well, and this is why I have you know this guy here with the, the suspenders, is uh, we want to we want to make sure that we're pre-framing. Um, I'm gonna mute Andy here. Andy, you got a lot of noise in the background, so we're just gonna make sure I'm gonna just go in here and mute some of you guys just so that it's quiet in the background. Thanks. Um, so you know, one of the things that is important is that we lead our patients, don't read our patients. I get a lot of doctors I talk to around the world, and they'll use uh, the excuses that, oh, you know, my patient doesn't have any money, or they have limited insurance. It doesn't matter what they have for insurance. It doesn't matter what they have in their bank account. You'll never know. And you want to lead the patients and give them the best recommendations based on your objective outcome criteria. There's no research to show once a patient is out of pain that they're actually healthy. And, you know, I, I remember talking to a, a friend of mine um, who had this guy that came in from an area of Cal called Calabogie. And Calabogie is an area where they basically have, in a sense, hillbillies. And this guy came in, he was tall, he was in suspenders, he was dirty. And he goes, he's thinking to himself, this guy doesn't have any money. And you remember what I had said to him, just lead the patients to what this guy needed, don't read your patients. And sure enough, he presented a care plan and the guy reached in his pocket and pulled a big wad of bills out and just started rattling off $100 bills. 
And, you know, he had this epiphany, you know, you have to give your patients the recommendations based on what their bodies need, based on your clinical uh, judgment, based on your experience, and not what you think insurance is going to pay or what you think they can pay. And that's really important. So I want to have a commitment from everybody. We're going to shift our mindset away from, hey, this is what they can afford or this is what insurance is going to pay to give them what they actually need. Now, step number three, this is important. I did a poll a little while ago, and I found out that only 15% of doctors actually educate their patients. What we mean by that is a lot of doctors will do an examination and then move into an individual report of findings. Here's what's wrong with you. Here's what you need. And then they wonder why the patients don't get under care. As a matter of fact, a lot of doctors I've talked to from that sort of protocol will run about a 50% closure. And we've discovered over the years that if we can stop and if we can actually educate our patients and we put them in a, you've heard this before, the spinal health care workshop, the doctor's report. I do one every night, every Wednesday night that I do one. And I sit in with a group of people, you know, we're recording this on a Tuesday, tomorrow's Wednesday. I have a group of people that I'll be delivering this to. And I go through and get them to understand exactly, you know, what subluxation is, what innate intelligence is, what an adjustment is, most importantly, I get into chronicity. And what I do, and I want you to write this down because this is like, this is the million dollar lesson, is that I use a dental analogy. So I'll show, you know, normal, spine, nice C-shaped curve. I'll show a phase one, that's a military neck. I'll show uh, a phase two and a phase three. And I let them know that the phase one has been there for 10 to 15 years. Phase two has been there for 20, 25 years. Phase three for 30 to 40 years. And I want them to understand that because most patients that come into your practice, the average person is 34 years old. They're already three to 400 adjustments behind care. Imagine if you went to a chiropractor at the age of you know, 34, um, what your spine would look like. Most of you would have a military neck, probably a phase one, early phase two, and that's very common in our practices. So where do we think we're going to actually improve that health in about 10 adjustments? doesn't happen that quickly. So the key to this is getting them to understand chronicity. I let them know phase one, it's been there for 10 to 15 years, that can take six to 12 months. A phase two, uh, it's been there 20, 25 years, this can take 12 months to, to two years. Phase three is gonna take a lot longer. So it's important that your patients understand this because during that course of, of recommendations, which comes next, immediately next, uh, you want them to understand that I've had a problem for a while and that's gonna take time. Now, a lot of my doctors who've been seasoned with me will make recommendations for 12 months. Now, if you're newbies to <clears throat> care plans, I don't want you to start with a 12-month care plan because it's been, in my experience, a lot of doctors will blow patients out of the water. I want you to start with something that's affordable and something that's working worldwide, whether you're in the U.S. with, with uh, insurance or if you're in a commonwealth country like Australia, uh, Canada, U.K., you can make recommendations for a six-month program. I'll share that with you right in a minute. And then you can default to a three-month care plan. And then you can default even after that to pay per visit. This way, if you follow this protocol, you'll have a 95% conversion. And here's the key. The key to this, guys, is getting them through that first chunk of care affordably and until they start to see lifestyle changes. Because you and I will all agree that pain disappears anywhere from you know, six to 12, 18 adjustments. Let's say 12 on average the headache, the migraine patients, the neuropathies that come in, the sad, because those clear up fairly quickly. Symptoms are easy to take care of. Last thing to show up, first thing to disappear. So if you adjust your patients longer term than that, you start to see lifestyle changes, uh, sleep, energy, 
immune system changes. I mean, the list goes on and on. And at the end of that, you can introduce them to wellness care, and then most patients will want to continue on. So we found that if we can educate, if I can then step them into a, a, a from a doctor's report into their individual one-on-one -on -one and present to them a care plan, if I can get them on a care plan, long or short, then get them through that that lifestyle, um, you know, benefit of chiropractic, then I'll keep those patients long term. And this is really what's important. Now we're talking closures, but I also want you to understand that we're taking this one step further from closures into, into uh, um, long-term lifestyle care. Now, here's something I want to share with you. Um, for those of you who just trained with me, a blueprint, um, remember this. This is the pyramid. Hey, Liz, how are you? This is, this is the blueprint and, uh, of the pyramid. And what we want to do is, is make sure that we're leading our patients towards our recommendations of care. So I'm gonna show you how I would do a 44. And a 44 is three for six, that's the three blocks. Two for six, one for 14, that's a six month program. Now I use you know structural changes in the x-rays, I use neurological changes on CLA substation, but I'll actually draw three blocks on a piece of paper and I'll show uh, the patients, hey, we're gonna adjust you three times a week for six weeks. Uh, we're going to stop. We're going to do a progress exam. So, yeah, I'm going to stop and I'm going to do some sort of um, objective criteria protocol. And I'm going to introduce you to uh, home-based traction uh, for the cervical curve. We're then going to graduate you, keywords, twice a week for six weeks. We're going to stop once more and we're going to do a comparative exam. So, we're going to take a, a rescan of your nervous system and uh, maybe an x-ray, maybe lateral C-spine. We're then going to um, graduate it once a week and then we're going to stop again and do an anniversary. So what I'm doing, I'm leading my patients towards expected outcome measurements and letting them know what I'm doing. So this is what I've discovered is key to a care plan. Instead of saying, oh, and this is very typical, and some of you might be doing this, oh, we're gonna you know, start at three times a week and try that out for a little bit, and then maybe we'll go to twice a week and then once a week. It's very confusing to a patient. Patients don't understand that. They don't understand protocol if you're creating something for them based on what based on symptoms and so we see how we're doing and this is where doctors get frustrated because the international average ends up being 10 what I recommend create a care plan now do you have to use three for six two for six one for 14 no you can use three for four two for four whatever you want to do whatever you're comfortable with whatever your experience tells you but what is your objective criteria and that's where doctors fall flat on a lot of these I like x-rays I like scans because all the other orthopedic tests all the other biostructural things normalize very quickly, I want something that I can use. So this is what we do from a pyramid perspective. And then I'm gonna go into step four. Now, if you're with me and listening to this or watching this on the replay, I want you to pay close attention to this because this is where you'll see in red, three stars, I remove all barriers to access to your practice. This is key. Ask yourself this one question, why didn't they get out of here? <laughs> Is it because of money? Is it because of time? Is it because of um, fear of the adjustment? If you look at this care plan here, you'll see something. This is just a, a number I picked. My, ours are mostly about 2,500, but there's one that says 2,130. This is totally irrelevant. You'll see the frequency of the weeks and the total adjustments on the side, so that's a 44. This is an old one that I pulled. Hello. But you, what you're gonna see here is you're gonna see um, something that says, you know, um, three for six, two, uh, two for six, one for 14. I'm just gonna make sure I have people muted here. Just got a little background noise. Okay. And 
what you're going to see underneath that is something that says insurance. So for those American doctors who are listening in, uh, while you're in that exam room, your CA should be on the phone finding out what the insurance contribution is. And here's the beautiful thing. If their deductible is 3000 they haven't hit that, that means it's 100% cash. And that's a nice thing. Now, that's really where you want to be because insurance, if it goes the way of the dodo bird tomorrow, guys, guess what? You're now a cash-based practice. And here's the nice thing. If people get through that lifestyle approach in, in this model that I'm teaching you tonight, guess what? They're going to be with you for life. They're going to pay cash. So this now becomes a bit of an insurance um, buffer for you, a barrier, uh, in the sense that it's a, a safety valve. So you're not going to have to worry about not having insurance or what insurance is going to contribute, especially if you can go cash. So when I present this care plan, and I present a 44, I go through the recommendations like we showed you on the pyramid, I'll flip it over, so I actually draw it on the back of this sheet. I flip this over, and I said your total investment for care is 2130. Now listen to the words that I'm using. I didn't say your total cost, I said what? I said investment. This is known as a health investment plan, a HIP plan, 2130. Now your insurance contributes, let's say $1,130, your balance after that is only $1,000. Now if insurance doesn't cover, you put a zero in there and you put the patient balance after insurance is $2,130. Now, I explained that to them before I go through the three options, I let them know that this covers you from this date forward six months. So we actually write the date down. So if we are, you know, February 15th, it would go forward six months, wherever that would be, March, April, May, June, July, August, August 15th, and I'd write down August 15th. And during that time, if you overutilize this program, if you overutilize the 44 adjustments due to emergency, there's no charge for those extra adjustments. So I said earlier, I'm removing all barriers. People won't sometimes get under care because they think there's going to be extra charges. If you underutilize the 44 adjustments during that six-month period of time, then we will reimburse that back to you or apply it to your wellness care plan. So I removed another barrier. That also includes two other examinations, and you have three options to payment. So we give them a 10% discount if they can do it one time. So we write the savings in there. So you'll see savings right beside option one. So in this case, this would be $213. You would write that difference, which is just about, you know, just under $2,000. Option two would be um, three payments with a 5% savings or over six months. Now, can you do this with a 12 month? Absolutely. Can you do this with a four month? Absolutely. So I want you guys, don't get stuck in the 44, but doctors who are using the 44 worldwide are absolutely killing it. Because $2,130, $2,400, $2,500, between $2,000 $2,500 is not a lot of money, all right? So basically, we get their commitment from that, and that's key as well, is you wanna make sure that you review this, those three options, and I look at one of those options, and I ask them which of these best works for you. And I usually just leave it at that, and I shut up. I become very quiet and let them decide. Now, the nice thing with this is that people have options. And you're going to find that people usually don't get under care due to one of three things. Uh, it's either money, which is common, they don't have it, it's time, or it's care. And I'm going to share a nugget with you right here on two keywords that you're going to see underneath this. Those are the keywords if and would. Now, this is important because um, if the objections come up, and they will sometimes come up, but if they are coming up and you see that consistent pattern time and time again, 
you want to go back to your day one and day two, your history exam and your doctor's report and ask yourself, where can I actually put that solution to the objection before it became an objection? So if money were not a concern, would you want the care? Well, yes, Dr. Mike. If time were not a concern, would you want the care? If fear of the adjustment were not a concern, would you want the care? And we're objectively gonna leave these patients to say yes in everything that we do. Now, it's important that you have solutions. So if money is, you know, hey doc, I'd love to start care with you, but you know, I just went through divorce, I lost my job, I uh, can't even make my car payments, then that's where we're going to maybe have something like care credit or a clear gauge or one of those other solutions that you can actually use to get the money for them. Or you might want to break up the payments maybe over six months or maybe if you do, did do a six month, you can add a wellness care plan which is every two weeks and then sort of spread that over 12 months for them. But you want to get um, savvy with some of your solutions. If time is concerned, and that's really important because here's what I discovered. From the exam in day two on your doctor's report, they can be in your office anywhere from 30 up to 60 minutes. Let them know that your turnaround time is only 10 or 15 minutes. Most people think they're going to be in your office for hours. And if care is concerned, if they're afraid of the adjustment, guys, say, listen, it's really important you try the adjustments, that I'm willing to absorb the cost of the adjustment um, by letting you try an adjustment first. So sometimes people won't start care because they've seen you adjusting people or they've heard you know, um, horror stories, and they're just afraid to get adjusted. So make sure that that one actually comes up. That's about one in 10 that I've discovered people are concerned with the adjustments. We are actually creating a course on objection management in March. You're gonna see within the um, CMI library, guys, just watch for that and go in there, and it's gonna be a lengthy um, sort of protocol that I'm gonna teach you on money, on time, on care, on spouse. I mean, the list goes on. We get so many objections, don't we? All right, so you've actually gone through and you've created um, objections. Sorry, I'm going the wrong way here. And we wanna to go to number six here, and that's defaults to care. So if you presented a six month care plan and you've gone through your objection management, and there's also a video within the Jetpack Library called um, Flawless Financials, make sure you go through that. I go through this default program in detail. I mean, I really go into detail. But if you present in six months and you've gone through objections, and I say, hey, doc, I'd like to, I just can't, then what you want to do is always present to them the minimum with which you're willing to work with them. Now, for me and my, my practice, it would be you know three months. For some of you, it might be two months. Some of you, it might be 12 adjustments. That's cool. Whatever you feel is the minimum, but default to that and say, this is the minimum with which we need to work with you. And you can go to the bottom of that three-block pyramid and say, hey, this is the minimum that might be your initial intensive care program, whatever it might be, but always uh, show the minimum, present that, let them know they can start with this, and then apply the rest of the corrective care program to that three times a week. And then the last one, if people absolutely do not want to get on a care plan, guys, what you can do is always say, you know, we appreciate your honesty. I use that a lot. I appreciate your honesty. Just write that down. And you have the option to pay per visit. All right, now here's what's really cool, and here's another like sort of million dollar lesson, is if they pay per visit, guys, stop at the end of the month, show them what they paid for that first 30 days under care, and then show them what they would have paid on a care plan. And you're gonna see uh, this, this massive difference on that first 12 months on a pay per visit and what they would have been on a care plan. And we will often get people that jump on a care plan uh, once they see that difference. 
All right, and then number seven is a follow-up. Now, this is key, guys. We had a group of doctors that um, were doing everything right, but the conversions were like 50%. It was, it was terrible conversions for the number of people they were bringing in. And they were doing high-end care programs, just over $3,000, and 50%, we went through all the steps, and then there was one little step that they missed. When they presented the care plans, they let the patient go home to think about it. They didn't do a follow-up. They had so many new patients come in, they just forgot about it. And there was a Harvard study, um, it was Harvard or MIT, but they discovered, and they did this uh, study on follow-up times and response times with people. And they actually found that if you follow up with somebody within five minutes, that your conversions go through the roof. Now, we can't do that because, you know, if we you know, present to them on a Wednesday night, my recommendation is you want to follow up on the Thursday, Friday at the latest. So we actually keep that care plan right at the front of the desk, and we'll go through those every morning, every huddle, and say, okay, we got you know, uh, Dr. Andy, we have to follow up with, we got Dr. Mike, we got to follow up with, we got Dr. Liz, we got to follow up with. My team knows that those are the people we're going to follow up on the Thursday, Friday. That's why I love to do a doctor's report on the Wednesday night. Thursday for Friday, we expect a closure. If people need to go home and think about it, well then, um, that's fine, no worries. Uh, you can just uh, let us know on Thursday or Friday which care plan you decide to go on. So this uh, Harvard study found five minutes. We recommend 24 to 48 hours. You want to get closure, get a commitment from the patient that they're going to let you know on Thursday or Friday. Keep those files up front desk and then even bonus your team um, to make sure those closures are done. And you're going to see a massive, massive difference in your closures. So I'm going to quickly review that with you guys because I know some people just joined us a little late. So number one was rapport building. Make sure you develop rapport with your patients because before they buy from you, Remember, you're never selling. Before they buy from you, they must always like and trust you. Number two is pre-framing. Future pace, pre-frame what you're doing, use assumptive closing, find your primary question, and always lead your patients. Never assume what's in their bank account. Number three, this is the number one thing that doctors are not doing. Only 15% of you are not doing the doctor's report. If you don't have your doctor's report, you can get mine. It's on the, my, my um, website, chiropractic-masters. It's like $297, three payments and $99, guys. It's like, I've done this 1,250 times, almost 1,300 times uh, every week I have for the last 25 years. Break down their care. Show them, you know, how it's going to look. Three times, can I do daily? Absolutely. You can put five blocks down there and do daily if you want to, and then twice and then once. And uh, your care plans, guys, they're in the library. We have a whole bunch of these care plans, and including wellness care plans. Get them on care plans, guys, long or short. You're gonna notice a, a big difference when you start doing this. Number five is objection management. Watch the video that we're gonna do in, uh, in March on objection management, on money, time, and care. And use the words if and would. If blank, we're not concerned. Would you want the care? Everyone says yes. Number six is your defaults to care. Start with, you know, that six month or 12 month and then have a, maybe a three month default. Uh, if you want to do four and two, yeah, you can. And then default to pay per visit. And then the follow up is key, guys. Make sure you follow up, keep those files at the front desk, follow up, review daily uh, during your huddles with your team uh, and make sure that the patients are coming back, that, you know, uh, 15 minute phone calls got to happen. This is why when we get them on that three times a week, we do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we get them in three times that first week. We, we close up on the uh, finances and we make sure things are running tickety-boo smooth. Now, for those of you who are guests, I know we got a lot of doctors on this call tonight. Uh, if you haven't gone into the Jetpack program, uh, just take a picture of that link at the top, or you just go to chiropractic-masters.com, you'll see it right there. You can join Jetpack for 14 days, go in the library, have fun with it. 
Um, we are uh, diligently upgrading this as well. Uh, we lost a lot of the, uh, the videos during uh, Hurricane in Houston, which affected our server. Um, but I'm in there filming every day, and this is being upgraded and will be done by the end of February. Um, for those of you who are looking to get coached uh, at the end of February of 2019, uh, we have our New Year New You campaign. You'll receive all of our products plus a ticket to UCAM, that's the Ultimate Caribbean Adventure Mass Plan with Matt Luke and myself, and a ticket to Prosperity. And it's over $7,000 of bonuses, and we'll help bring you up to the six, seven figures, wherever you want to go. You'll see on that lower left-hand corner all of the um, bonuses that we're giving. This only happens to the end of this month, guys. The average doctor grows about 150000 per year when they give me 15 to 30 minutes per day. Uh, we're setting the uh, bar high guys and trust me that there's so many areas of your practice you can fine-tune all right so um, there's a chat box there if you guys want to ask a question uh, you get more information uh, by going to chiropractic-masters.com to watch a lot of these uh, videos and review guys in our library uh, jetpack program uh, when you are part of the inner circle that's this program right here you also get the internal library so for those of you who have questions, guys, um, just feel free to put a little note in the chat box there and um, feel free to ask away. So I'm just waiting for those questions to come in. If anyone has a question they wanna ask it, feel free to ask. All right, not too many doctors asking questions, hopefully. We didn't, um, I'm just gonna unmute people here just in case uh, we can make sure we can hear you. There's Andy, phone, there's Mike, Mike Pustina, good to, good to see you, buddy. Mike. All right, all right, okay. So if there are no questions, guys, there's a little chat bot. You just sit there and click on it, it's a little hand, and you can ask a question, or I've unmuted everybody. If you have a question, feel free to ask as well. All right, so hopefully you guys got something out of this. I saw some of you taking pictures and, and uh, this is gonna be sent out as a replay if you missed this. Uh, uploaded to the Power Talk library as well, guys. Thanks for being on. Uh, next week, we have Dr. Shreen talking about the Transform Power workshops. Uh, she's gonna go through uh, how she creates standing room only and use it for corporate to get corporations. It is a good lecture to listen to. You see all the different Transform Power workshops that we have including the marketing tools. So guys, thank you for being on with me. If you have any questions, just make sure you send an email to info at chiropractic-masters.com. For those of you who are not in the inner circle or Jetpack, take a look at both of those. You'll see those on the homepage, or you can just uh, take a quick picture of this right here and go to that URL and apply for the Inner Circle New Year New You program. We do start with a business audit to identify four to five different objectives within your practice to make shifts and change. It's from those that we help tap into your true potential in practice, guys. Thanks for being on with me, guys. Love and appreciate you. We'll see you on our next Master Talk, Power Talk, or webinar. Chat soon. Mike? I have a question. Mike, go ahead. You have a question. You're going on home. When are you coming I can't hear you, Mike. Sorry. You're going on holidays. When are you coming back? I'm not on holidays until the end of April, buddy. The end of April? Okay. Because I want to be doing a time with a dog.
conference with talk tomorrow about that. Just send me an email tomorrow, Mike, and then we can chat about that, all right? Okay, I'll send okay. you an email. All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. All right. Thank Have you. a great night.